With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Hello, friends. We have some wonderful good news stories today that I hope will brighten your day and lots of good news, friends. We've got uh, author and speaker Donna Hetzler here. Hey, Donna. Hi. Natalie Carrado, my friend and also real estate agent, uh, God's Way Real Estate. Uh, Hello, friends. Hi. Natalie's my real estate agent. And then Sandy Steffes, old friend of mine. I worked with her husband. He was my favorite cameraman at Channel 2. Dan Steffes always had such a great attitude, so um, just just a bright light to be around. And they got to be friends with Sandy and their two kids. And Sandy, they they lost their daughter, Michaela, to cancer. And Sandy is now... uh, admirably I so admire her working with other parents or other people in general who are dealing with loss and uh, Sandy is joining us to do some good news with us today hi Sandy hi Angie it's good to see you, Thank you, you how's too. Dan is he good oh he's great he's always good yeah. is, he, is he ever bad yeah well yeah he is <laughs> maybe at home yeah. but yeah. at work he sure wasn't yeah. <laughs> okay so um, I have a couple of good news stories I want to share with you guys but anything going on that you want to talk about before we get you know started oh anything I have another friend, by the way, Donna, that I ran into for lunch, and she also does tactical training. And oh, she she's does? packing heat in her purse. Just, oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, I have another friend like that, too, but I don't know if she's <laughs> open about it or not. Is she? Yes, oh, I yeah, totally. she was on the Internet okay. about it the All other right. day, yeah, yeah, showing so both, pictures. So Natalie and Donna, you're both concealed uh, carry, carry people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, you have to be as a realtor. Right. We're both realtors, so. Yeah, Donna also does open real houses. estate. And I send a picture with all my contracts to the other broker with me holding my AR and all my guns saying, I mean business. We better win this multiple oh. No, I'm teasing. I really don't do that. <laughs> that is hilarious. That would be a good one. Yeah. yeah. She's well, like, mental note. I got to do that. Oh, note to self. You know, the number of people arming themselves with, you know, the recent terrorism issues mm-hmm. around the world more people are um, arming themselves yes mm-hmm. and I'm a big big advocate of you know having that training just oh, don't yeah. just don't, don't go, just throw it in your purse yeah right. buy a firearm and you know don't know how to use it but definitely get the proper training and practice you've got mm-hmm. to practice because you lose those skills mm-hmm. I, I think of it kind of like golf you know you don't play golf and you just are lousy after that same thing you know and they say um, that in an emergency situation, you are 50% as good as you are in your best day at the range. So you've got to wow. practice, wow. practice, practice. Well, and yes. there's so many ranges locally that do ladies' nights. That's um, right. The one well, in Castle Rock does. And do they say this ladies' night? Oh, oh, what a night. <laughs> <laughs> night. No. No, no, they okay. should. Yeah, they should. <laughs> I can see Natalie walking in with her firearm on her hip. Yes, it's ladies' night. <laughs> we need to have a girls' night guns. at one of the firearms. That places, would be fun. Huh? Oh, my yeah. goodness. All right. Well, maybe in the future 
because I've got little kids, so I haven't. Uh, my husband has guns, but you know that it, it hasn't been my thing yet. But uh-huh. I think it's a good idea because you know I think that if people are prepared um, and they have um, done the training when they are put in a situation, they also you know besides saving themselves, may be able to save others. Absolutely. I mean, we think about these you know terrorists running around stabbing people or driving their cars into people, and you know they're right in front of you right. and they're running around you know attacking people. Right. So mm-hmm. I think our country people are more likely to be armed than in other countries where we've mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of terrorism take place yes there's a lot of really fun ways to do it like if you get bored going just going to the range or whatever um like i'm trying something next month it's called the three gun challenge it's a gun and run is what they call it and it's like a setup course where you run you take your first gun and you shoot a couple targets you drop that gun you go grab the other one you shoot a couple targets (laughs) and you're like run it's like so it's like exercise plus shooting plus like uh um what do they call it uh the course where you run through Ob- and yeah, yeah, the obstacle, obstacle course, course. Right. Yeah, like an obstacle course. I have yeah. a friend who does that, and she's really good. So I'll have to I tell mean, you. I don't her know name. how. I've never oh. tried it before. So my friends, he's like an expert, so uh-huh. he's making me go. But they I'm are like, this so much be fun. So fun. Oh yeah, you're gonna more have a blast. than just sitting there shooting. Right, you're gonna have a blast. I'd only trust oh. an expert at that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Right, <laughs> right. Ready for that? Yeah, yeah. It sounds a little bit yes, scared. Well, I thought she didn't. She wasn't wearing orange. You know, like I didn't see her over there. Okay. Yeah, remember. Cheney, Dick Cheney. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, right, Cheney. right, right. Yeah, don't want that to happen. Yeah. That's not good. Uh, I've got a couple of good news stories, but I wanted to tell Nat something kind of funny because Nat trains, uh, uh, Nat's husband and uh, sons uh, train uh, my, my son, and he's little. You know, he just turned 12, and he's been doing so well in his sports, and he's excelling. And some of the kids were kind of, I don't know, teasing him, like, well, you don't swim as much as we do, and our team's more competitive than your team. And so they're all on the same summer swim team, and Riley only swims twice a week, and these other boys swim five days a week. And but Riley trains two days a week um, with you know Natalie's family at Sick um, Secure in uh, Strength in Christ. Christ Pardon me, I was gonna say Secure in Christ. <laughs> I'm Secure in Christ, but Strength in Christ. Right. So anyway, um, so Riley, I asked him if he wanted to swim more, and he said no. I don't want to give up my training, and he can't swim and train on the same day. That it's strength and agility training. So anyway, he loves it so much. If he he asked if he could do that more, and I said no, two is enough. You know, um, to invest in a little kid to you know do training. And uh, so anyway, he had his first swim meet. Uh-oh. He did really well. Oh, good. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to brag or anything, but, you know, <laughs> okay. he did really, really well. Really and well. so it didn't hurt him that he hasn't been in the pool five days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. here's my fear. You have a kid with that kind of swimming talent. You know, my husband's 6'6". Six, six. That's how tall Michael Phelps was. It helps you to be tall. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my kids mm-hmm. do have that natural genetic ability um, for swimming, and they've excelled. So a lot of people are, well, why, why isn't he on a competitive team year-round? Why isn't he swimming five or six days a week? Hello, I don't want to burn the kid out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if he likes yeah. doing the strength and agility training, and then that helps him get further swimming, you know, and then I get him private lessons for swimming to work on certain things with his stroke or whatever. Right. So so anyway, it's worked really well for him, and he's not burnt out. Yeah, it can get boring swim, swimming yeah. back and forth for right. an hour and a half. Well, any sport every yes. single day, it's nice to switch it up a little yeah. bit and have that training in between. Speaking of, here's give him this little birthday card oh. from the guys. Oh, oh. Is it? oh he from brought the guys. Oh, so he brought a birthday cake to the guy, to her family to the oh. boys. He goes, I have That's to bring sweet. the guys to the gym the cake, oh. and so you know they don't eat a lot of sugar. So I said yeah. they like the cake. He goes, they didn't even have a bite. Oh, I said I'm will. sure they did when you <laughs> left. You know when they weren't busy. He's like they didn't even have a bite. Well, we 
we know your husband who trains here. He said Aaron won't eat even a bite, but he thought your sons would eat some. Oh, they will. Yeah. I didn't even see it. So if they had leftover, it, it would have come home. So, so funny. Isn't that Darn cute? It. This little boy bringing a cake to so these like sweet. 18 and 20 year olds. Yes. And, you know, uh, whatever Aaron is. We don't say his age. He told me, he goes, Aaron's 25. I go, well, you do the math, Riley. If the boys are 18 and 20, right. I highly doubt that and Natalie's husband's 25. <laughs> he goes, well, that's what he said. He's 25. I go, okay. <laughs> totally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell him Riley the real one. Him. I'll tell him his age. <laughs> oh, my. So funny. I know. He's so gullible. No, he's only 25, Mom. I'm oh. like, well, then, then Natalie would have had to marry when he's about 15. So I don't yeah. think that's the case. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> okay, gosh. That's what cracks me <laughs> At up. a decade plus. Oh, so. and then, but the funny thing he said was um, he lost something. And, uh, and so he goes, oh, thank you, Lord, I found it. I thought, that's straight from your family. Oh, that he says, thank sure. you, Lord, that oh, I found that it from so the boys. Oh, that is so cute. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Because they always say thank that. You, thank you, Lord, <laughs> I found it. I'm like, well, Because his dad doesn't say that. You know, yeah. so that's kind of funny. So cute. All right, we have a couple of cool stories here. Um, we've all, Sandy, how long have you and Dan been married? 27. Wow, yeah. good for you. Yeah. Donna? 27. Oh, you've been together how many? 32. Wow. In high school. Let me go get my cane. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nat, how, how long is it now for you? 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. We've been married six, but together 12. 12. Okay. And um, we're, I'm 13 now. Mark said 12, and I'm like, our son just turned 12. Add yeah. a year. <laughs> yeah. Add a year, 13. Yeah. I'm like, yes. it's always one more than our son's age, you know. Yeah. Don't so forget anyway, that. That's all right. He brought me flowers, so he's, uh, he's in good shape. Right. So this, um, oh, wait till you hear his love for his wife. I mean, this will touch your heart. Um, he walks miles to see his wife in a nursing home, uh, and I believe he's a veteran. And just the fact that, you know, he is out there in the heat and the whatever going walking as long as he has to to see his wife is so touching listen to the story most beautiful woman in the world and 70 year old james wright walks miles to see her daily i don't care if it's raining snowing what i'm gonna see my wife if i have to call wright's wife has dementia and lives at the coosa valley nursing home i look at her pictures all the time his truck no longer works, but not seeing his wife every day is not an option. I know she's not going to be alone. So that's why Weaver police officer Charles Plitt saw Wright walking on the side of the road and pulled over. He just looked like he needed some help. Plitt decided to give him a ride and found out Wright is a Vietnam veteran. Army. And Plitt says his run-in with Wright gave him a whole new sense of perspective. Thought about it all the way home that these veterans deserve a lot more recognition and commemoration than they get. Some people in the community are now trying to help Wright get his truck repaired, but he says he'll keep walking until he's physically unable for as long as he has to for the most beautiful woman in the world. She's always been there for me. Always been there for me. Okay, I'm tearing up now. <laughs> He started by saying she's the most beautiful woman in the, yes, in the world. Yes. He said he'd crawl to see her if he had to. Amazing. I think he's serious. See, she's still his standard of beauty. Uh -huh. I, no matter how old you are, how long you've been married, your wife is your standard of beauty. And he says he looks at her pictures all the time and that she's always been there for him. Wow. So that is fabulous. Okay, can I tell you a cute story about my friend's parents? I went to go visit them, and it's one of my best friends, Margaret, and her parents are so sweet. They're in their 90s, and uh, her mom's starting to have some dementia issues, and she broke her hip. So anyway, um, she told me the story, and it's really cute. So he's in there helping her in the bathroom, like, come out, you know, the bathroom. And, and even though her mom has some dementia... Uh, 
as they're you know getting ready and you know coming out of the bathroom and he's helping her walk and everything she says we have got to stop meeting like this <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it, it that here she is in her mid-90s with you know little dementia she forgets a few things oh. but that she still has this sense of humor that she tells her so husband cute. we've got to stop meeting like this <laughs> <laughs> isn't that how it should be though just the romance the great mm-hmm. romance that goes on forever even when husband or wife has dementia or you know just having that sense of humor mm-hmm. as you get into your older years and David's grandmother was a big mentor to me and she had the same type of you know sense of humor about things and so after her husband died she never remarried and David and I were over there visiting her years ago before she passed away and David came out of the bathroom and you know we kept talking she goes into the bathroom comes out and she is smiling and she's like I am so happy and I'm like, Mimi, why are you so happy? And she's like, the toilet seat's up. It hasn't been up in years. I'm so happy in his perspective. Like, you know, I get upset when the toilet seat's right. up. Right. Like, can't you want the toilet seat oh, down, you know? The guy is there. Yes, oh, and so that changed my her. perspective. Yeah, so I'm every happy. time I'm at home, I think of Mimi, you know, and I need to be grateful that I have a oh, husband that yeah. keeps the toilet seat open. So yeah. same type of thing. We need oh, to, it's perspective. Well, Nat, don't you live with four guys? So. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I'm just like, why can't you put it down? And they're like, you're it's one of you. Why can't you put it down? I mean, leave it up for us. Actually, yeah. It's kind of funny that, you know, they think that not since they're the status quo. Well, you yeah. live with guys too, Sandy. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Wyatt finally moved downstairs, so he has his own, own bathroom, bathroom now. So that's taken away some of my anxiety about that's the bathroom. Well, but now it's two boys' bathrooms to clean, basically. Yeah. I don't so. know if they realize that, like, when you go in and it's dark and it's the middle of the night, you fall in. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Exactly. It is scary. It's very it scary. Scary. Yeah. I mean, it is yes. like a lot further drop than you expected, yeah. and it is like you're off balance, or, and you're like, "Whoa!" Yes. I mean, it wakes you up mm-hmm. out of an almost dead sleep when you just yeah, stumble totally. in there in the middle of the night. Or the toilet paper is all gone except for one little oh, strip. Little square. It, not even a square. I'm talking a little strip hanging <laughs> from the cardboard. Yeah. And I posted that one day on my Facebook, and I said, "Why can't they change the toilet paper?" And of course, a guy got on and said, "It's not empty yet." <laughs> I mean, there's still something on there. So true. They need to get busy. Oh, that cracks me up. That cracks me up. Too All right. Um, and I think, you know, our, our husbands, I think, appreciate us more than we think they do because they're so busy a lot of times. I don't think they can express it. Whenever I, for instance, my husband's um, you know, business went uh, uh Public, <laughs> and he um, told his parents. You know, they said, "Oh, we're so proud of you. We're so proud of you." And he said, "You know who you should be proud of is Angie, because she's the one that took on the extra jobs when I didn't have a salary. You know, starting the startup for several years, he had to give up his job in order to do it. And then today, I just said, you know, I know everything's really busy because you know we're moving and selling. Natalie's been working with us. We found a house that we bought, and uh, uh, he, he, I saw. I said, I'm proud of you. I know we're really busy, but I'm more proud of you dealing with all the sports and selling the house. And I've been loading the trailer because he broke his fingers. I've been putting all the boxes on and getting ready for all the open houses, blah, blah, blah. And uh, so anyway, I thought that was really sweet. Just those affirmations make such a difference. Well, it's important to our husbands. We tell them how much we appreciate them. It's really important to them, even if it's Mm -hmm. just a text or a note or telling them or a card, they really need that. Yeah, absolutely do. They don't like to be nitpicked and that's it. We need to tell them how great they are. 
there. Yeah, absolutely. We did a ladies Bible study and um, it was, we were on like words of affirmation for our husbands. And so one of them, one of my friends, she just went overboard. So every time he screwed something in the wall, oh honey, you're doing <laughs> such a good job. Oh my gosh, you look so good doing that. And he was just starting to flex a little bit. He's like, really? <laughs> I mean, it was building him up so much and she's kept it up. Like that all of us slipped back into <laughs> But it was, it works and she That's proved that. So but funny. Yeah. I think being specific too about what you appreciate, not just like you're great. Yeah. You know, like what they do that you mm -hmm. so much appreciate, maybe whether it be parenting or mm -hmm. like working with my kids with their sports and everything like that, mm -hmm. or stepping in when we didn't have a basketball coach and he certainly didn't have time for that, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely letting them know specifics is, is really good. Mm -hmm. All right, I've got one more good news story, and I pulled this one because I mentioned to you that my friend Sandy Steffes, who's here with us doing good news today, works with people who are grieving, specifically the loss of children, but any loss, loss of a job, uh, loss of a spouse, and this is a about a mom who lost her daughter in a car accident, I believe, a 16-year-old um, child in a car accident, and she finds a letter. So let's hear the story. Open when you're feeling lonely. It's the start of one of 25 letters 16-year-old Macy Mathis wrote for her mother on her birthday. Hey, Mommy, I'm sorry you feel lonely. I'm especially sorry if you were the ones who made you feel lonely. I never intended to do that. And at the time, her mom, Cindy, would never expect that the reason she was feeling alone was because her teenage daughter had died in a car accident. She really helped me out in a lot of ways that I didn't realize until after she passed. Macy died five days after a car crash in Tift County, which also killed her boyfriend. Her mom says some of the letters she left behind have made her laugh and all have made her cry. Before Macy died, Cindy had only opened three of those messages. I'm thankful I only opened three because I think I need them more now. And what she finds sealed inside are enduring glimmers of a daughter she loved so much. I'll play with your hair and rub your back until you fall asleep. I miss being that close to you because I feel like your little girl again. Please don't feel lonely, Mommy. You always have me, Macy. Memorialized by ink on paper, Cindy says she knows the impact her little girl left on the world. It's a message that I feel like she intended to carry out. And while her short life came to a tragic end, her words will ring in the hearts of her loved ones for years to come. What a beautiful gift yes. that she had that, you know, after she lost her daughter to find those um, you know, messages. And Sandy, when I think about Michaela, your daughter, um, what an old soul she was mm -hmm. and how mature she was for her age. I mean, she was just in elementary school, for goodness sakes. But she seemed to me like she was like in her 20s. You know, didn't mm -hmm. she seem like an old soul? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She, she was so just, beyond her years. Oh, she was always bossing me around. And <laughs> telling me what to do and this is how it should be. And, you know, so, yeah, I, I totally get that. When you have a child and something like this happens to them, you're able to take their their wisdom that they left, and that really helps carry you through. How do you find the strength when you work with people who've lost a child or a loved one or, like I mentioned, any kind of lost job, a spouse? But specifically, I think you have a gift for dealing with people who've lost a child because you can relate. Yeah. Um, well, you know when, well, you probably don't know, but, you know, from this perspective that you think this will never happen to you, and then when it does happen to you, yeah. you just, you find a strength within that you never thought that you had. And you feel like you're doing it wrong. 
because, you know, you're trying to honor your child at the same time, trying to keep your family going at the same time, trying to keep yourself going while not, you know, feeling like you're losing your mind. But you find the strength within. And then when you have, you know, you think about your child and what your child would have wanted, how your child lived their short life, um, you, it's just amazing um, how you use all of that together and you kind of I kind of I always call it groping your way through mm -hmm. you just you don't know where you're going or where you're heading but you do the best that you can hopefully with the support of family and friends right and also but I think you you honor her with the way you have lived your life since you lost her you find a way to do that there's so many different ways and we've had a, we were very blessed to have support of family and friends to help us mm -hmm. do what we do. Yeah, you've got a we, good network. Yeah, we've met so many other people who have done it. You know, we've we've really done it in some pretty large ways, but there's other families who have done it in very small ways, which is very honorable, too, that you just Well, if going. people have had a loss and they'd like to get in touch with you and have you help them, I love it that you have, like, an end to the coaching that, you know, eight weeks and you really work them through a loss and give them really great tools. How do they find you? They can call me at 720-353-9573 or go One to my website. Time. Oh, 720-353-9573 or my website, spirit-coaching.net. Spirit-coaching.net. And Donna, where can they find your blog and your books? JerichoGirls.com. Excellent. We'll be right back. The good news of Jesus for you in high-definition radio and streaming at 670KLTT.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hey, it's Angie. Uh, let's talk now to Adam Katz with the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation. And Adam, you help the kids whose parents are dealing with cancer because oftentimes the kids don't get to be kids when their parents are sick, correct? That's it, exactly. Peyton is 10, Rylan is 8, and they both would love to play a sport. They like basketball and baseball and soccer. For $100, you can sponsor one of these kids. How do we sponsor them for a sport this spring? Uh, give me a call and tell me which one you want to do. The sports are baseball, basketball, and soccer. They love them all. They cost about $100 each. The mother in this situation is battling breast cancer, so it's just gotten a little too expensive for them at this point. And the children shouldn't miss out simply because the parents are struggling right now. I agree. Peyton is 10. Rylan is 8. They shouldn't miss out on sports. Their mom dealing with breast cancer. They're already going through a hard time, and this would allow them to be kids. If you want to sponsor either of them, call Adam at 720-530-9482, 720-530-9482. Or go to DoreenKatzMemorial.org. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, would you like to donate items? You know, maybe some old sporting equipment, old furniture, old clothing. You'd like the tax write-off. You'd like to help others, but it's kind of a hassle to gather it all up and drop it off, and you're just too busy. Well, guess what? Park Thrift Stores, they will come right to you, to your house, pick up your items, and leave you your tax write-off donation form. How do you do that? Call 303 238-JANE, 238-5263. And again, all of these items that you donate, they help people right in our own community. They help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. And what better thing to do with your items that you no longer need than to help others? I shop at ARC all the time. I get my kids sporting equipment, gotten a rocking chair. I've gotten boots there. I have a purse that's amazing that still had the tags on it. It's a coach bag, and I got it at ARC. I shop there, and I help others, and I donate my items items about once every month or two and I call 303-238-JANE and they come right to my house with a truck and they pick everything up. Here, check it out. Again, 303-238-JANE. 
All right, hello, hello, producer Dave sitting in for Angie Austin today. Um, she had to go take care of some family stuff. Please send prayers to her and her troubles. But I did not want to pass up this opportunity to talk to our old friends, Casper Stockham and Donald Murphy from Project Purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember talking to them a couple months back. They do some really great things with some kids that really, really do need their help. They've changed some lives. I know Donald has some really great stories about helping. He actually saved somebody's life, and he's he's helping people. He's turning all this stuff around, and it's a really great project, and I really like sharing their story. How are you doing, guys? Doing we well. are great. Doing well. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, great. Dave. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So uh, why don't you acquaint our listeners, reacquaint our listeners with what exactly Project Purpose is and how you all got started. So Project Purpose is a organization that builds purpose and ownership and uh, through economic, through, excuse me, through education and economic development. Um, and that's a mouthful, but basically what we do is we, we look for uh, situations that we can uh, train youth and help them find their purpose. And then by taking, uh, and then once a youth has their purpose mapped out, once they understand what that is and, and what it looks like, it's a lot easier to train them and, and guide them in the right direction because, uh, um, what happens without that is they just wander aimlessly around and 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 get into trouble, basically. Sure, right. sure. Well, a lot of times it's just uh, showing these kids uh, things that just nobody's ever showed them before, right? Exactly. Just simple things exactly. that we all take for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so, so that's what Project Purpose is. Now we have teamed up with some awesome organizations that is going to allow us to do what we're calling Operation Community Reboot. We'll get into that in just a moment. But um, by us all coming together, uh, we have what I call the solution to the inner city problem. And let me me add on that, uh, Casper. I met with an individual uh, yesterday, actually, who who was frustrated at working with a lot of organizations around town. Mm -hmm. And working with these organizations, the problem and the challenge that he says is that they can't, it's almost like a daycare yeah. for teenagers. Yeah, you know they 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 have they, they're doing some awesome work, and I don't want to say any names because a lot of these organizations have been around for years. The challenge is is that a lot of these youth they they show up, and and they just they're they're really really bad. Right. They have a lot of things going on, and the challenge is is trying to get them to sit still long enough to do anything to make impact or make change in their life. And so um, if from our approach, if you don't start with purpose, mm-hmm. it's going to be really, really hard to get these kids to engage. And that's really, really the difference of what we do. Right. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a really great idea. I love how you approach it. I also love that you guys are genuinely want to help these kids rather than I know people. I mean, not to dog on people that help, but some people go out there so that they can be seen helping people. Does that make sense? Yes. Like sure. rather than actually wanting to help people, they want everyone to see them helping people. Yeah, so, yeah. And I really like that you guys are genuinely helping people yeah i get accused of that sometimes on uh, facebook because i i i'm a promoter and a marketer and i know that in order for us to get our word out we have to be visibly out there you know just like today you know coming on to the show uh i posted on facebook that we were coming on the show and i had <laughs> this uh flake on facebook say oh you know you just into your self-promotion no i mean they're trying to make sure the word gets out about what we're doing because it's so powerful everyone needs to know about it Right. That's why a couple weeks back when I saw you on uh, when you were on Rush to Reason, mm-hmm. I heard you guys talking. I was like, man, I got to get you back on because right. I genuinely feel this. And I got excited when I saw you guys because I, you know, I like spreading your message. And I exactly. really love that. 
I mean, I want to help people. I genuinely want the world to be a better place because right. we get to help them. Right. And that's what it's all about is helping yeah. people. And the better we are getting the word out about it, the better we are about coming on Angie's show and our restories and all these other shows, um, the better we are at doing that, the better, the more help we're going to be to the people in the community. Right. The more people that know about it, yeah. the easier it'll be for you guys, sure. for everybody. Yeah. All right. So you said a, min a minute ago, you said you were going to get into it, but you said you have the solution. The solution. Yes, sir. So we have partnered up with five organizations, all right here in Colorado, right here in Denver. And typically in the community, you may have one or two organizations that do awesome stuff like um, one organization will provide diapers, you know, for for moms that, with with new babies and and no money, right? But that's just the diapers. There's a lot more needs to happen. Right? Sure. So with these organizations, we have an organization called Project Peace. Project Peace does the upfront assessment of the individual student. So they'll go into the home, they'll go into the classroom, they'll go into the rec center, wherever they need to go to meet with that student to find out what their learning style is, what the challenges they have with learning. Maybe they, they've been diagnosed with ADHD or whatever it is. And um, so they go in and assess that. So now we know how to deal with that student going into Project Purpose. So then that person comes over to us and we teach them life skills, service skills, and business skills. We teach them how to tie a tie, how to pull up their pants, how to find their purpose, you know, how to, um, how to design a business plan if they want to. You yeah. know? So we teach them those kind of things. Well, even simple things like tying a tie or balancing a checkbook or exactly. stuff like that. It's just like you just if you're never taught that, how are you supposed to be? To know how exactly, to know. and the people in the inner city don't get those kind of uh, um, skill sets. So then we move them into a personnel staffing agency who is starving for quality people to place at a job. He has tons of corporate contacts and companies that are looking for quality people. He just can't find any quality people. <laughs> yeah. So now we're sending him quality people and he's ecstatic that he's going to have someone he can send to a job now and feel comfortable that they're going to do a great job and keep continuing to give his organization a great reputation of providing that quality um, individual. And then we have another organization that teaches trades. So they'll teach them how to become um, construction folks or, or carpentry or masonry or or um, um, welding sure, the, sk the skilled trades yeah, I mean those are important I think uh, yeah. I think they're people we live in a society where you know everyone's supposed to be a rock star or a football star or you know something like that or yeah. some genius yeah when we need people to know how to weld and work on cars exactly. and do electricity stuff like that yeah and right now there is a huge demand for those mm -hmm. um, folks however schools aren't teaching that anymore right you know when I was going through school we had uh, wood shop and machine shop and, and, and even auto shop. Home economics. Home economics. None of yeah. that is being taught anymore, right? <laughs> so this organization does that. Now check this out. It's called Master's Apprentice. And what happens is um, um, it's about an eight-week course. When the kids get close to graduation, they already have offers for jobs, not interviews to go out and maybe get a job. They have three to four offers so they can choose which job they go to from this training starting out at twenty thirty dollars an hour I and mean, that's a game changer right there that's a game changer right there some of these kids are in a gang banging situation you know this is like their last hope kind of thing mm -hmm. and they go from that to a twenty thirty dollar an hour job right and some of them even get cars uh, they have a um, a car donation program 
So some of them even get a car at the end of their graduation. That is awesome. That's awesome. And then there's individuals that don't want to have a job or a career in that sense. Maybe they want to start a business. Maybe they have a great idea about some new app that they're writing or whatever it is, right? So we have an organization in the back end called Spark U. And it's a business incubation system, but not for large businesses, for small, single entrepreneurs that have a great idea. So they bring them into this university, and then they um, take their concept and build upon it all the way to the end. And then at the end, they have investment companies that are <laughs> standing by ready to potentially invest in that new endeavor that the person has. So that's why I'm saying this is the complete this is a complete answer because if somebody is is a drug dealer, we can help them. If somebody um, is a high school dropout, we can help them. If somebody is, has a um, a single parent, you know, with a new baby or whatever, we can help. Any of those situations, we have the solution for them. Absolutely, um, and that's what this is all about. That's pretty incredible. I I like that you have all the bases covered. Uh, I think I remember you talking about that that uh second part um with entrepreneurs last time you said you have a kid that's starting a clothing business i think that's the coolest thing yeah yeah absolutely so yeah so they had an idea about a clothing line so we're helping them develop that so yeah we're I mean, that's something that you would think hey, that's impossible how am i ever going to get there you know and then you go through a couple of steps and as you get closer it becomes a reality is like i can imagine getting real excited about something yeah, like that yeah and we don't just launch them out and then say you know good luck we actually partner up with them so for five years we're actually their partner their business partner and then every year that they are um seeing success we're backing out each year so we're backing out of our ownership to where at the end they own 90 percent and we own 10 percent of that Business. Nice. So it's kind of like an investment for you guys. Too, it's an investment to, for us as well, you know, but we're partnering up with them to make sure that they succeed. Well, yeah. And once you start getting a little bit of success like that, I know it's it's infectious and <laughs> contagious. You start you getting it, it and all right. of a sudden you're just rolling and rolling and rolling. You got it. You got it. Right. Well, that's great. And then uh, now you guys have a event coming up, correct? Yes. Yes. So the purpose, Don, we're excited uh, for your listeners to, to be able to uh, – Tune in and listen if they can. It's a 12-hour event. We're going from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Central. 8, 8, 8 uh, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> uh, Central Standard Time. And we this is this is a rock star lineup. We have uh, many many uh, individuals around around Colorado that uh, co-host and host and prayer pastors. We have prizes. We have just a lineup of individuals. Uh, that are that are pouring in to help with our new what uh, I guess we could call it our our purpose revolution yeah right. <laughs> yeah. purpose revolution yeah. and to make sure um, and it's actually stated as nationwide peace unity and purpose uh, nationwide so we're looking at bringing just everyone together in the name of peace unity and purpose so this is going to be rock slamming twelve hours prayer. Uh, interviews of organization, our partner organizations and organizations around the state of Colorado and organizations throughout the country yeah. that we feel that are doing an incredible job that's impacting um, uh, youth in their community that may not get recognition. Exactly. You know, may not get recognition, but we know that they're doing work. So we have those individuals that are going to be getting interviewed and sharing about uh, their business as well. As well, we are fundraising uh, for um, for Project Purpose, 
and our purpose academies. Absolutely. So we're looking to to raise five million dollars. Now it sounds like a lot to some, but uh, I got in that. The, in the grand scheme right. of things, you know, uh, <laughs> not really. We're <laughs> looking to raise five million dollars because we want to open up two purpose academies right away. One in St. Louis which is like ground zero for, you know, for the challenges that are going on in the inner city and also one here in Denver. Our, our goal is to train 500 families, not just individuals, families, because with Project Purpose, we train the individual youth um, person, but we also work at training their family members at the same time because if we train the youth and then they go home to a broken situation, uh, um, at-risk situation or broken home or whatever, they could potentially fall back into the same Sure, challenge. you need support from the people that you care about. Exactly. So we're teaching the family all at the same time. That's why we say 500 families. Now, That's 500 awesome. families focus on their purpose, things start to change. I mean, the earth starts to, to <laughs> shift differently yes. when you have 500 families focused on their purpose. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. So, uh, so I'm sorry. So the purpose thon, we mm -hmm. kind of glazed over that. But we speakers, we have um, uh, religious leaders from around town. Both yeah. of you guys. Yeah. We got Dan Muir. We got Albert uh, Guillory. Okay, Albert Guillory. <laughs> we have. A, I mean, there's a lot of presenters all yeah. sharing their stories exactly. about where they came from, about how they like to help, and yes. and how important purpose thon is. Exactly. exactly. And then and then so where so you said you could listen in. Was it going to be a broad live broadcast yes. or something? Yes, it's going to be a live broadcast. On the 29th of July, here in just That's a few this days. Saturday, this Saturday. This Saturday. And um, to access it, is, it's very easy. All you have to do is go to Google or Yahoo or any search engine and type in Purpose Thon. So Purpose, T-H-O-N, 2017. That'll take you to our Facebook event page. You click on that, say you're going, and all the all the listen information is right there. Right. They can listen online. It's going to be simulcast on several radio networks, online radio networks. And also, you could just call in on your phone. So you know, it's an 800 number. You could just call in and listen in. Let's say you're, you're going to the store or whatever. You can just call the number and hear it. Um, yeah, hear the, whole, hear the whole thing. So, so that's how you listen to it. But uh, let's say some of my listeners want to help with yes. the fundraising. Oh, how yeah. do they do that? Do they do that through the same, through PurposeThon, the Facebook page? So the, so the donation link will also be on the Facebook page. But they can also go to any of our websites. All of our websites lead straight back to uh, the Facebook event page. But there's a donate button on our website. So, awesome. So it's so easy. Me, yeah. So let me give you the two websites. The first one is Seeds of Dignity coalition seeds of dignity coalition dot org they can go there as soon as they go there they're going to see purpose thon and they're going to see the donate button and then they can go to project purpose co dot org that's project purpose co dot org and they'll see the the purpose thon and the donate button or they can just call 720 Two five seven nine four six one. We will have operators standing by, ready to take their credit card information right on the spot. So seven two zero two five seven nine four six one. And this is the type of thing where a dollar helps, five dollars oh, helps, oh five hundred dollars helps, five yeah. million dollars helps. Absolutely, exactly. anything you want, anything, anything you, you got. Want. And anything Dave, I would encourage your listeners to to really consider. Uh, I know there's a lot of worthy causes out there that are, that are doing some great work, but I would also uh, just encourage them to to really look into what we're doing. Um, we're encouraging with our purpose revolution. We're encouraging individuals to really look down deep inside themselves and to really, really um, 
really think about it, where they're at personally in their lives. Right. I mean, you, we, we all wake up each day and we get the question of what am I here for? What am I supposed to be doing? And a lot of individuals we work with, they're asking that question. And we want to truly, truly help them. And, and so what? So whatever your listeners can do, dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, it will really, really help a family get started. Today. Right, right. And one thing I really like about this in particular is not going to help a family halfway across the world. It's happening next door. This Absolutely. is right Thanks here, right here in town, right now. Yeah. These kids are here, and they need your help right yeah. now here yeah. in town. So, and it's funny you say that because it's not just the inner city that has these problems. I mean, there are kids in the in the suburbs committing suicide and on drugs and yeah. things like that. So um, we are um, targeting the inner city, but these programs apply to any youth out there. It doesn't matter where they're at. Sure. I mean, this is even info that uh, maybe I could use a, a brush up on learning all this stuff, you know, <laughs> yeah. help me out. But um, but yeah, we all can help. And this is a super really easy way. And you guys are great. And I love that you're doing this. I just I, I you know, I, I just think it's so important to get this word out. And it's such a big thing. So. So, yeah, um, thanks a lot, guys. We only got about a, um, uh, a minute left. So why don't you tell everybody again the website, projectpurpose.co.com? It's projectpurposeco.org. Pro okay. oh. CO stands for Colorado. Sure. Projectpurposeco.org. Uh, just go there. You'll see the Purpose Thon information. The first thing that pops up is the Purpose Thon. And you'll also see the Donate button as well. Right on. Well, thank you guys very much. Thank you for spreading this word. You know what? Thank you just in general for helping out these kids when they need it the most. You're awesome, Dave. Appreciate you and Angie. Yeah, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, it's too bad you miss Angie. I'm sure she'd be uh, she'd really like to be here. But thank you guys for coming in. Thank you for everybody. Everybody, remember, uh, Purpose Thon is this Saturday. Go to the Project Purpose Facebook page and find out more. Go to projectpurposeco.org or seedsofdignity.org and find out how you can donate. You can help. You can listen. And you can really change somebody's life. Thank you all very much, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, this is producer Dave with the good news. You know, Angie's always talking about how much she loves YMCA of the Rockies, but I don't ever get to talk about how much I love YMCA of the Rockies. YMCA of the Rockies in Estes Park is located just between Estes and Rocky Mountain National Park. It is the best place. I grew up going there. I went to summer camp when I was a kid. I actually went through the leadership program. I was a camp counselor at YMCA. It is one of the best things. It shaped who I am today. It is really the ideal vacation for everyone. You can do a vacation there. You can have a reunion there. They have weddings. If you want to take your coworkers there, they have conferences. It is the most affordable thing. You don't have to leave the state to go on a really good vacation. If you just want to hang out, you can do that. Or if you want to go on an epic adventure through the mountains, you can also do that. At YMCA The Rockies, they put Christian principles into practice through programs, staff, and facilities in an environment that builds healthy spirit, mind, and body for everyone. It is so affordable. Go to ymcarockies.org for all the information you'll need. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other 
a human being. We have feelings and we have emotions. And if given the chance, we can shine. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people. A lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. Gina Close is back. She is an author, entrepreneur, and educator. She is the one who got me started on asking my kids, what's your magical moment? And we are going to talk about how judgment creates the great divide. Hi, Gina. Hi, Angie. All right, so judgment. Boy, there's a lot of that going on in our our country. I really want people to be coming together, and I think judgment moves us apart. Yeah, you know, our nation, our, our world, even friends are divided, especially after this election. And really what it does, as you can probably see with people you know, it creates this great divide. And it's all about those quick snap judgments and those declarations that we make about what is right and wrong. All right. So we oftentimes do that subconsciously. We don't even plan to do it and we do it. So how do we work through this? You know, it's interesting. There was a study that was recently done that said we judge whether to trust someone before we even know who they are or even determine what they look like. And the challenge with judgment is it's it's a final declaration. Uh, there's such a finality in just the word. It's a stamp and a label. And I think especially with everything going on in the world right now, the first thing is just to be aware that we quickly decide what is right and wrong. We all judge. I judge. And I'm getting better at it. But, you know, I'm better, getting better at knowing noticing it, but we all judge. This is right. This is wrong. This is bad. This is good. This is beautiful. This is ugly. And with the onslaught of information that we get right now, people take that information and instantly make a decision. And it's more challenging, I think, right now for people to be more open to other opinions and other points of view. Okay. I'm sure you've seen it. So, you know, there's there's two traps related to judgment. The first one is the first trap. I always call it the judgment trap. You know, when you judge others, it really doesn't define them. It defines you. Right. And rarely do we question ourselves. Do we say, wait, am I really right? Is this really true? So that's the first uh, first trap. It's getting stuck in our own rules and realize the moment, the instant you make a judgment, it's defining you. And the second trap is realizing that you shut the door. When you judge someone, you shut the door. You lose the ability to influence them. And, and frankly, if you're being judged, you rarely want to open and have a discussion. Your door shuts too. So it's really game over the gap, you know, gets deeper. And so here's six steps. Here's six steps to really creating the bridge, you know, Um, and it's in unity that we thrive. So here's six steps to help us with all of our judgments that we all have. First step, notice. Just start to notice when you're making a declaration or labeling someone. I mean, for me, I just notice, even with my children, you know, with my teens, I'll notice when I label something or something that they're doing. Okay. Yes, second, really, Angie, it's so important, especially in this time in the world, to understand and appreciate someone else's world. That question, what don't I know? Well, it's a heck of a lot. There's a lot we don't know about someone. So really take time to understand and appreciate someone else's world. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. You know, really start caring. And and third, know the impact of your judgment. We have weight in what we say, and you can't take back words. Oh, I know. Oh, you know, you can't. And we know that, you know, and, and it's like your karmic signature. You say something and it's out there. And yes. a lot of people condemn without knowing we have impact. And, you know, fourth, ask yourself, is this really true? Question our judgments. And, you know, one of the things I love about you is you always try to find the good. I and, do. 
You do, and you, and it's what you um, share with your guests, and that's why I just adore you and love you. And you know, I think that you're one of the great hosts that consider other possibilities, which is another step. You know, there's no good or bad meanings. There's no good or bad experiences. Just the meanings we give things. And I, I think that right now, a lot of people are just believing things they hear and snapping to judgment. And I'm seeing on politically the left and the right headlines coming out that are very much headlines that they want you to click on. And then when I do some research, I find out regardless of whether they're saying something bad about Hillary or Donald Trump, sometimes the things they're saying aren't true. And and I look it up and I'm like, wait, did Hillary really do that? Or did Donald really, is that really who he is or what he said? Or is that person that he appointed really this horrible thing? they're saying he is and I don't want to get into specifics but as I do more research sometimes I find that they're saying things that don't have any factual backing and then like assuming that we'll just look at the headline and believe that it's the truth so we need to stop jumping to judgment and trusting everything that we see online as truth it's an onslaught you are 100% right it's an onslaught even Facebook and Twitter now are trying to make a determination of how to censor all the false news yes. that's being filtered through so you know I appreciate your show I appreciate what you're doing help people remember that judgment really can do damage. So stop and question yourself. Is this really true? And do I really need to judge at this moment? Well, I love how you end your article. It says, be well, be joyful, be inspired. Have a beautiful day, Gina Close. GinaClose.com. Thank you, Gina. Thanks, Angie. Be well. You're the best. Thanks, honey. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.